baby gorgeous welcome to bravo and please where we're going to get lit off all the latest going on in the bravo tv world this is a safe and uncensored space to discuss our love for everything pop culture and 420 related so grab your can of goodies and let's get lit Welcome to Bravo and Blaze with Judge Jenny. I mean, Jenny Blaze. Just joking. Thank you all for being here this morning at 6 a.m. I started watching the uncensored, pumped up edition of Vanderpump Rules Season 10 Reunion Part 2 on Peacock. And the F-bombs and all that, the rats of it all it really helps I don't know it just like feels like we're there kind of and obviously last night Bravo aired their version which had 10 minutes less footage than the Peacock version last week's Vanderpump Rules season 10 reunion part one had over 14 minutes of extra footage so I don't know what's going to happen next week. I've been saying this already. I'm going to be at the New York City watch party, the official watch party, for part three. And I'm so scared. But on top of it, Bravo posted last night or whatever, and I post, I commented, like, I'll be there in New York City for the watch party. And then Jax Taylor responds and says, yeah, I'm hosting it. And I'm like, okay, like, is this, is he really? <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. Well, anyways, yesterday we went live. We ran through all the skin of all quote unquote news of the week that I've been tracking in my Instagram story highlights. You can go there. I have like chapters. We're up to chapter 30. I've had four menstrual cycles since Scandal broke. And I blame Tom Sandoval. I also have been emotionally eating. And I don't know. Maybe I need to... Maybe Tom Sandoval needs to be sued. I'm just kidding. But this is all lighthearted, and I'm just joking. So please don't take this seriously, because some of you take things a little bit too far. But yesterday, we went through all the quote-unquote news, and... That included all of the, you know, ancillary podcasts like Shayna's, um, Jackson Britney's, we have Lala's. Then we also, don't forget, have blind items coming in constantly. And there's constant social media activity. This is, Scandal is nonstop, never ending. And this may be my Mount Everest. I don't know, but... Like I was, I kind of touched on before. Before I begin, I want to make sure that I remind you all to subscribe and turn on notifications so you can be reminded to join in on the interactive chat and see all the wonderful visuals for today's episode. Ooh, today's thumbnail, we got Raquel Levis in her interview blazer. <laughs> I don't know what's going on there, but... If you are a podcast listener, don't worry because all episodes are available on Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio, as well as additional podcast platforms. So if if you can't find it, just let me know and I'll 
I'll make sure we get it there. Subscribing, reviewing, sharing, liking, and leaving a five-star rating is incredibly appreciated and helps this show to continue to grow. Also, don't forget our social media handle is at Bravo and Blaze on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. I see someone said 90s businesswoman is kind of the look that we're going for here on Raquel in this thumbnail. And also, just as a reminder, this is for entertainment purposes only. These are all opinions. We're not going and fact-checking. This is the, the real experience, grassroots experience of Scandaval as a viewer who is providing you all the sequence of events that have been going on. But in addition to that, we're healing together. This is very disturbing. This is like group therapy, I guess. We're just trying to unpack what we're witnessing. And I don't know about you guys, but obviously, like, when I'm watching real reality TV, I'm like, is there any way I can relate to this? And then that's usually when people are emotionally triggered, I feel like. So I feel like we can bond through this. Let's make this the silver lining of Scandaval. We're going to heal together. But also, as you know... BravoandBlaze.com has all sorts of Bravo-inspired merch. Like I said, I'm tracking everything, and I got my Scandaval notebook here for you to die. For you to die. Also, we have Team Ariana merch, and also I have um, Diabolical Demented Subhuman Pants coming in. Can't wait to wear them. I'm hoping I can wear them next week at the watch party in New York City. Also, I want to remind you all that I have an Amazon storefront. If you're an Amazon shopper, go check it out. Lately, I've been drinking these poppy drinks. I saw Lisa Barlow's ad and on her Instagram, and I never heard of it. But people actually, because I reposted her story or her post about it, and I was like, look how cute Lisa Barlow. <laughs> I don't know. She just makes me smile. And so I posted it and so many people responded and they're like, oh my God, it's my favorite. And I was like, really? I've never even heard of this. So then when I was in the store last weekend, I saw a case and I bought it. And now I think I'm addicted to Poppy. Hey, Poppy. Mm -mm 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 -mm. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Go check out the Scannable Survival Kit. I've been adding all of all of the things that we've been using, all the necessities, all of our self-care items that we've used throughout Scandaval to help us cope. I know I'm not the only one. We had to change up our nail polish colors. People are sick. We're breaking out. There's a lot going on. We need to smoke weed. So, yes, go check that out. Also, if you want to get deeper on our trauma bonding from Scandaval, we have a trauma or Scandaval trauma bonding group. This is lighthearted, guys. Don't take this too seriously. But um, this is where we're diving deep on each episode in season 10 to look at all the clues. And there's a group of us. We're all like-minded trying to heal from this. And speaking of healing, I also do have an expert on narcissism who's going to be a guest on the show. We'll talk about that a little bit more. Um, also on Patreon, the Next Level 
the next tier that I have in Patreon is all the behind the scenes for Bravo and Blaze. How I went from live tweeting during pa- during a pandemic with two young children under the age of two, plus two teenagers, I essentially built an, a digital presence and created a brand and built a business. So you can learn how to do all of that on Patreon. I also am adding on a new tier for those who are interested interested in content creation or who want to start monetizing or increase and scale your monetization for your creator business because the creator economy is projected to be at a trillion dollar business in the next five years so get on that what else let's get going let's switch gears to last night's episode Vanderpump Rules, Season 10, Reunion, Part 2. So as you remember, in the first part, we left the episode with James walking off the stage. He said that Lisa was sticking up for Tom too much. We come back, James, you know, he's out there saying like, oh, when I see him, I get angry. Or when I hear him, I get angry and then I have to pee. So, I don't know. There's theories going around. James is hilarious, whatever. Um, but then in this moment, this is when Tom and Lala are going at it, and she calls Tom Sandoval a narcissist. And he responds with, you're a narcissist. And that's just like, when people just start calling each other names like that, I feel like the conversation is kind of over. But... I am not saying whether Lala or Tom are narcissists or not. However, what I am doing is I'm going to have an expert, Dr. Z, on the show. And we're going to talk about the definition of narcissism. Like, what does it even mean? Can you be a self-diagnosed narcissist? Because I jokingly say, like, oh, narcissism is part of my brand. haha, But, like, in a healthy way. <laughs> And it's kind of also poking fun of and making light of the fact that people throw around words so easily to label people. And it's like, do you truly understand what you're saying by calling them this? So we're going to go through that. And I'm really excited for that. So stay tuned. Also, in this moment, we got, you know, Lala's like trying to school him. You know how Lala, she has to school people on life. And she's like, you're a fucking moron or whatever. And he just responds, you're a fucking moron. And it really brought me back to like my childhood when my older brother and I would fight. And it was like when the other person had nothing else to say, it was like they just we just start repeating each other like you're an idiot. No, you're an idiot. It's like, okay, this part bothered me. In this screenshot, we have Tom Sandoval mumbling under his breath pulled your IUD the day you found out Stassi was pregnant. Excuse me, what the hell does that have to do with anything? Anything in this moment? Unless he's trying to say, like, is he saying Lala's a narcissist because when Stassi got pregnant, she wanted to make it about her or something? Like, I don't understand that logic. And... I just think that for any man to speak on a woman's health like that is just gross. 
disgusting. And you could, like, I don't know what he was thinking. He does need a coach, honestly, like Ariana says later on, because he's just coming off looking terrible, terrible. So we got James who comes back. You know, he's all good. He says sorry to everyone. Um, then Andy shifts the conversation to the Randall scandal. He didn't call it the Randall scandal, but he talks about, you know, how Lala and Randall were splitting up. And when they first heard it, you know, like they were shocked or whatever. I don't know. And but then he asked, did you why have you spoken face to face? And she confirmed they have not. They do like a no contact. Um, and she said it in other like during the season, she said they use an app to talk to each other. Um, he came to drop off Ocean once and the nanny wasn't there. So she had to like do the actual exchange, but there were no words. So that must be intense, awkward. I don't even know what else to say. But Andy mentions the LA Times article and how Randall is being accused of running a casting couch and all these other things. Go check out my episode with Allegedly Bravo. We went through that. Well, I didn't read the whole LA Times article because it was like almost 50 pages. But just from reading the first 14 pages, I was like, this is wild. Like the it boggles my mind that somebody who has all these skeletons in their closet would have the audacity to stand in front in front of a camera and become public facing in that manner and just expect that no one's going to ever find out. That's like so audacious. So wild. But um, Randall, you know, he denied all the allegations from by a representative and Lala made sure that she pointed out that it's the same representative that Harvey Weinstein has, has or had. I don't know. Gross, gross, gross. Um, then I did hear this before, but I forgot that Lala met Randall by him sending his assistant to go to her job at sir when she was a hostess and i guess the assistant approached lala and was like do you have a manager and lisa vanderpump was pretty funny she's like he meant pita <laughs> but um yeah and i guess like asked if she wanted to audition and then she got the role and then you know whatever and she goes no i was from Utah and I didn't know that Hollywood worked like this and James is like I've known Hollywood worked like this since I was eight years old like what are you talking about so I don't know it's just that was rough that was rough um okay so there was a pumped up scene after this that you can go check on my Instagram account, but or TikTok. But in that clip, I guess Andy asked Schwartz, "Did you hang out? Have you hung out with Randall since then?" Schwartz said he has not. He Andy also asked James, "Have you signed an NDA before?" And James denied it. I don't. We don't know if that's true, but that was just a little extra tidbit. Um. Oh, and also, I guess Randall has sent legal documents saying he doesn't want Ocean on camera. He's so full of it. Um, 
Yep, casting couch, spokesperson, Harvey Weinstein spokesperson. So Lala now, she's saying she feels like she has a 30,000-foot view on life. Then they cut to lunch break. Schwartz is doing push-ups. We don't see him after this. <laughs> then we see Lala, Ariana, Shayna, James, Katie together. They're all eating. And James is like, I hope they wind up together and like go live in a yurt in the desert or something. <laughs> I just love that. He's so funny. But Tom, he goes over to see Raquel. And this is where things get it's so clear what this man has been doing. He's like living multiple lives. There's a separate life on camera versus like his true life than the lives that he's portraying to different side chicks or whoever, these fangirls at shows. I don't know. But Raquel mentions that she's like, you know, it was kind of uncomfortable hearing about your guys' intimacy because in part one of the reunion Shayna said that and Ariana said that they had been intimate many times in January and they cut to Raquel's face and I said when I saw that I was like oh snap that's the look of a girl who thinks she just got cheated on like really she I bet he told her like oh we haven't had sex in a year or something that's awful. Like, I, uh, this is embarrassing. <laughs> she goes, Raquel says to him, it seems like you wanted to keep the relationship working because you never broke up with her. And he says, yeah, in a sense. Then he's just like, maybe I should have, we, we should have done this earlier. And he's like, all right, well, see you later or whatever. He leaves. Then he comes back and he's like, hey, can we like have a minute off camera? Can we get a break? keeps saying like I need a break I need a break where we're not filming I just want to talk to her alone and this producer is like you know everyone else is filming during their lunch break if you know like you can talk to her and he's like no I don't want the camera so clearly he doesn't want the cameras there for a reason and it's because he needs to change his story or manipulate her in some way off camera because right now, in this moment, what they caught, I think he's trying to say whatever he thinks that Ariana and the rest of the group want to hear from him. But he definitely said some messed up stuff to the woman he allegedly loves. So, <laughs> Raquel, this is embarrassing. This is really embarrassing. But he even gets so upset because they wouldn't let him, you know, talk to her without a camera. And he's like, I'm going to call a effing lift and get the F out of here. Such a baby has a whole meltdown. <laughs> so crazy. Anyways, um, let's go. Oh, then there's another scene of them at lunch. The other group, Lala, Ariana, Shayna, James, and Katie, and... They're talking about, like, how Sheena has to go to her trailer. They're like, are you leaving? And she's like, no, I'm I'm staying. They go, you better come back. And we're not taking a picture with her at the end or whatever. And Lala's like, I'm, I'm not taking a picture with that SpongeBob SquarePants looking hoe or something, which I don't even know 
what that means, but next part of the show, we see Allie Luber join, and I just, I love Allie, and they're talking about how, you know, how did you meet, I guess she went to a Tom Sandoval on the most extra show where James was also DJing, and Andy asked, like, did you know, did you watch a show or whatever? She said, during COVID, I went down the Bravo rabbit hole a little bit. Um, so she saw the show, and I mean, I guess that's okay. I don't know. Some people are like, she's a fan. Get her out of there, whatever. Like, I really like her, so I don't know. And James is head over heels. He's totally in love. But then Andy starts talking about Raquel's family and how, like, he's had issues with them. And Raquel on season 10 said all these things that James did to her parents, both to her dad, to um, her mom. And Andy asked Allie, like, what do you think about that? And she's like, I don't think that word fat should ever be used. And he says it the most, which is funny. Like, <laughs> there is some inner child trauma that James has around obesity or something. That is definitely his go-to, and I'm dying to know, like, where does this come from? My theory is his mother used to call his father fat when they were arguing before they got divorced or whatever, and now it's, like, traumatized James, and he, that's, like, his go-to. It's, like, his biggest fear in life. Um, then, oh, then Sandoval, under his breath to shorts, he's, like, he said the same thing about my mom in the first text I got from him. So I guess James called Mickey Rourke hands fat as well. And we don't condone fat shaming, by the way. Just to make that very, very clear. But I don't know why Tom Sandoval felt the need to mention Mickey Rourke hands. So whatever. Um, then James is like, you know... Her family wasn't that great to me. You know, I mean, her mom, which she would talk about my penis size, like every single Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> Raquel's face, he's like, they talk about my dick at dinner, like pretty much. <laughs> and he's like, in a favorable way? <laughs> he's like, no, like, oh, he's not, is he circumcised? Is he not? But what are circumcised dicks like? And he goes, I got grandma buttons across the bloody table, empty. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <gasps> the imagery of grandma buttons sitting there listening to Raquel's mom asking James if he's circumcised is just crazy to me. <laughs> For God's sake. Um, so then they go into James's drinking or whatever, and Allie admits, like, she doesn't like when he drinks a lot. And she said that actually, like, they're helping each other. She's taking a break from drinking, and, like, he's not, I don't know if he said he's on a break, but she just said, I'm not drinking as much, and neither is he. We both take breaks, and, like, I guess they're on and off with their drinking. I don't know. Tom Sandoval feels the need to insert himself at this moment and say, you know, we had this ongoing job with Atlantic City and James essentially like ruined it for them. They lost a the job because he got too drunk or whatever. 
And I guess security was like, your friend is going to get kicked off the premises. The manager told me later that you had smacked some girl's ass, which let's table that for a minute. Not because that's okay, but let's stay focused. Um, and that they had to like have her sign a form. So these are like serious allegations that Tom Sandoval is just throwing out there when the original conversation was not even about him or anything and he just felt the need to insert that i think that was intentional because he knows he's getting all the heat he wants the heat to be turned around on james <clears throat> he's like you lost that job for us or whatever and then james just like instead of james taking ownership or apologizing or anything you know he has a reaction where he's like, oh, what about you? You just show up drunk. You you know, I, I get the party going. <laughs> Talking about his DJ business, making effing tenfold than anything you could ever imagine, bro. And um, Lala inter interjects and she's like, all right, all right, listen, like, you two both drink heavily. I don't know if you should be having any say on his drinking at all and then tom sandoval says well i don't like smack girls on the ass actually actually roll footage sorry i don't have it for you right now but i actually do have footage of that i will post that in my stories because it's on my instagram and tiktok and twitter but you'd have to like go dig for it so i'm going to repost it so you guys can all see Evidence and proof of this man smacking a girl on the ass after he said, I don't smack girls on the ass. Liar, liar, liar. <laughs> then Ariana jumps in. No, you just fucked my friend. And then under his breath, he's like, oh, yeah, this is a, your get out of jail free card for everything. And James is like, yeah, it is the card this year. <laughs> you mustache prick. Pussy ass bitch. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm sorry. It's very vulgar. Um, so then Andy starts talking about therapy, how after Beach Day, you know, Allie mentioned therapy for James. James said he found a therapist that he likes. And I loved Allie in this moment. She goes, I think everyone should see a therapist, especially men. Whoop, whoop. She's MVP. I'm sorry, but Allie's my girl. Love her. But she also said, especially James. <laughs> uh, then the conversation goes to Cancun, Shana's wedding. Turns out, you know, Shana revealed that her and Brock were actually married for a whole year. They want to celebrate their love privately. And also because the green card. <laughs> She's like, let's get it going. I want to marry you. She's like, we didn't get married for anyone other than us. And Lisa's like, and the green card. But um, Shayna's going to be Shayna-ing. So, like, let her, let her go. She's happy. And I like Brock. I know people have, like, have done bad things in their past. But just because you've done bad things doesn't mean you're a bad person. And when you show that you are actively trying to work on yourself and better yourself then I feel like that shows a lot about your character. If you're repeating the same mistakes on a television show, 
for 10 seasons and we have proof and you think you're gonna you could get away with it we're gonna get upset just saying anyways then the conversation goes to schwartz and katie that awful dinner that they had and you know then they kind of go back and forth and she's like that's when she gives the line you're a serial killer's wet dream you're gonna get chopped into pieces one day because you literally trust anyone oh my gosh andy's face and then in the um oh i missed one of the pumped up scenes but also with this scene there's a part where you know they're still going back and forth and katie says you know you're a people pleaser and he says i'm not a people pleaser i'm a people person and i'm just like ugh, so annoying so annoying so two other pumped up scenes that are on my instagram account and TikTok. lisa and james have tea and you know lisa's probing and asking like are you sure you're over raquel and he's like you know i fall in love quickly and i can't hide anything and i'm an emotional guy and i don't know why but lisa it seemed like lisa took that opportunity to almost like make fun of james for crying not make fun of him but she was like saying it in a way i don't know maybe it's just me but the tone that i got from her felt very much like she was looking down on him for crying and i'm like that's what i freaking love about james like it's not the same way with tom sandoval when tom sandoval cries it definitely feels like bad acting but with james i don't know it just feels genuine and i think he is a good person deep inside and I don't know. I just love it when he cries. <laughs> Andy said that too, so it's okay that I said that. But also, I also I do love when he get he gets one fifty one in his eye. That was like one of my favorite scenes. I'm glad that he's okay though. And I'm joking for anyone who's D or S. Okay, we're gonna move on. So. Uh, Andy asked La or Allie if she felt like Lala and Raquel were ever, you know, like getting involved in her relationship too much. And Allie's like, yeah, in hindsight, whatever. But then the topic moves quickly to Lala and how, you know, she said she was, she wanted to explain herself for that moment on the catamaran in Cancun and how she's like, you know, my life has been a lot this summer, you know, it was with this whole Randall scandal thing. She said she was very hypersensitive. She wanted to make sure that like nobody else got hurt the way that she got hurt. And she said, I felt like such an idiot, such a fool. And this is such a great moment because this is an example of when people can do bad things, but then when they actually take accountability take responsibility for it Tom Sandoval um then I feel like it there you can be redeemable and I still feel like Raquel has an opportunity to redeem herself it's just she has more obstacles to overcome because of the layers of manipulation and her own 
whatever things she needs to overcome in herself. But I love that she, you know, she said I was a fool and an idiot. Yeah, we kind of were. But I love how James jumps in and he's like, you know, Lala's killing it. And she's a mom. She's a businesswoman. And in my eyes, she's an absolute legend. And I just, oh, my God, it made me want to cry. I could cry. Um, they bring up that whole, like, you know, James, did you get upset when you saw that Lala was, like, warning Alan? He's like, I don't know why she did that. He seemed like he kind of brushed it off. He wasn't really in for that argument, I guess. But then they start talking about one night in at a club where Raquel tells Charlie that James got kicked out of the club, like he was being too rowdy. And then if you go check out Shayna's bridesmaid, Jamie, I think her podcast is called like Jamie All Over or something. But she mentioned how Raquel tried to manipulate Jamie into like embellishing this story to make make it seem like James was out of control. And we need to learn more about that. Like, was Tom Sandoval involved in this? Was this a part of their bigger grand scheme? What, how did this play into everything? I need to know more. But I love that Allie was like, I don't know why Raquel was the narrator of that night, but that's not what happened. Boom. But ow. Allie, MVP. Get it, girl. <laughs> that was cringe. Okay. So then um, Tom Sandoval jumps in because they were ready to let it die. Allie was like, that is not how it went. And she shut it down. But then Sandoval's like, you know, um, they told, I heard that he maybe grabbed her arm for a second. There he goes again, trying to throw other people. Well, it's really only James, I guess. I guess he hates James really deep down inside. And I wonder if it all stems from the Kristen thing, which is absolutely wild knowing now that he was like with Ariana. He wasn't even with Kristen anymore, didn't allegedly didn't want to be with her anymore. Why would he even care that James Kennedy slept with her? Is he really harboring that deep down inside? Is that why this is all happening? Because he's also trying to make it seem like he was getting physical with Allie, which is also another like pretty bold allegation. And he's inserting himself willingly. And it's my only guess is to, you know, try to take the heat off of himself. And then um, James is like, what, why are you even talking? Like, wh where were you? In the back fucking Raquel or making out with Raquel while Ariana's dancing out front, you weirdo? And she's just like, yeah, and dedicating songs to me, but you were already fucking other people. <sighs> yeah. So then... Okay. There is also a pumped up edition scene where, let me see. Getting picked up. Sheena has to leave. Okay, so Allie leaves. 
Then they start talking about Shayna, and she's like, or Andy asks, what's the status on your temporary restraining order, which, this is a side theory. The The restraining order has Bravo and Blaze in part of the evidence because they took a screenshot of Instagram, and this adds to my theory of why I think Tom Sandoval is obsessed with me and I'll be putting out a TikTok or a reel soon at some point but we got more important things anyways so Shane is just like we have court on the 29th she shuts Andy down and she's like I'll speak to you oh my gosh right it is calling me I will speak to you about this after the 29th then um Andy's like does anyone think that Shayna punched Raquel, and Katie's like, she can't even make a fist. And then Raquel's in the trailer going like, oh, no, she hit me or whatever. It was just like, So then Andy asked Sandoval, what do you think happened? And I fast forward, it was more than 20 seconds of silence from him. (laughs) That's crazy to me. And he starts going, Oh, you know, I I feel like I'm between a rock and a hard place. And Shana's like, then just shut your mouth. He's like, I don't want to upset my relationship with Shana. Ariana's like, you have no relationship with Shana, you idiot. So then, instead of Sandoval just shutting up and saying, I don't know, I wasn't there, which he could have very well have done, he goes, he starts to go in to give his testimony. When Shayna called Ariana on the phone and Ariana's like, you are messing up the story. Like you weren't even there. You went back in Tom Tom and he's like, what? Like he already seems like he's thrown off. He doesn't know the right story. He forgot to study that part of his prep work. (laughs) But essentially he, Ariana beat him to it. She goes, Shayna said I pushed her. And then he's like, no. She said, I just punched that bitch in the face. So this man is willing to throw in evidence against one of his friends who has a child, by the way, okay? Neither Tom or Raquel have the responsibility of being a parent. And I don't think they could even fathom how serious this is when you have children to take care of and he has the audacity to make these allegations i mean i don't know if he was under oath in a court of law if he would say the same thing but then again i don't think mr tom sandoval respects the law so he probably would lie under oath anyways but Lala jumps in and said, you know, I talked to Shana and she did not mention anything about a punch at all. And Tom Sandoval is so adamant, he says he'll take a polygraph. Guys, let's get a a polygraph for him. We could do that, right? I say we do it because he said he'll do it, so let's do it. And Ariana's like, I remember thinking you're a liar. So we we know he's a liar. He's lied on camera so many times. We can't believe anything he says. Like, he's already destroyed his credibility. But yeah, again, Lala's 
saying she didn't mention a punch at all. Shayna, I love, I mean, I didn't love to see her having to go this far, but she told Sandoval, she's like, keep your fucking mouth shut. Stop. He really doesn't know when to stop. And I think that's crazy. Crazy. So then Andy starts asking Shayna about her and Raquel and how they seem really buddy-buddy. I watched What Happens Live on March 1st when everything went down. Andy's like, would you ever be friends with her again? She says, never. Um, then there's questions about, like, you know, did you ha notice anything between them? And she said, no, not until, you know, Lala had mentioned something and Katie mentioned something. And, you know... Then obviously he asked, did you tell Ariana? And she's like, Ariana confirmed like Shayna approached her in a very respectful way where she expressed her concerns and they talked about it or whatever. And that was it. Um, then <sighs> Coachella, guys, Coachella is brought up. <clears throat> this is when Shayna says Tom Sandoval told our or Raquel in April at Coachella that they were in an open relationship and Raquel told her friend and that friend told Shayna. Coachella. Coachella. After Ariana went to sleep and they were in the hot tub. And of course, Sandoval denies this. He's like, she didn't say that. I just talked to her. And Ariana's like, oh yeah, you just talked to her. You mean you just coached her? Like you used to coach me? She's like, I'm not coaching anyone. And she's like, yeah, I used to try to coach me. And he goes, then he does this thing. Like I said, with what I, what I used to do with my brother when we were kids, when you don't have anything else to say, you just repeat what the other person says. She go, He goes, you used to coach me, Ariana. And he's like, let's be real. And she's like, yeah, well, you need it. I love that so much. He does need it. He needs serious help. So then um, Andy says, Shayna, I do have something for you from Raquel. They cut to the one-on-one -on -one with Raquel. She said that she completely regrets the restraining order and she's doing everything she possibly can to have it dropped. And she had her lawyer write up some document on the day of or whatever. Actually, that interview was the day before this filming. So she must have gave it to him that day. And then he gave it to her or Raquel must have gave it to Andy the day before they filmed this reunion. And then Andy gave it to Sheena during the filming. Um, but they're like clapping. Yay. The restraining restraining order is going away. Whatever. Ariana's like, whatever. Let's keep her away. But Lala was like, I know you were ready to fight this and go, but the legal system really is a bitch and she's not lying. And people who don't, people who have not had to deal with that kind of stuff, like custody or, or any of that kind of stuff, like you don't know how traumatic it can be, how taxing, emotionally draining it can be. So I think, you know, Lala got, like, choked up. <laughs> oh, my gosh, this part is so funny. Sandoval's like, yeah, I totally get it. He's trying to, like, you know, be empathetic, and Ariana's just like, shh. Shushes him. Freaking love it. 
Um, but then Sheena starts getting upset, and she's like, you know, the betrayal, my two friends, and, you know, I gave Raquel a place to live when she had nowhere to go. She stayed with, you know, Shayna and Brock when she broke up with James. This moment, she said, Shayna goes, I was a sister to her that she never had growing up. Now, let's not forget that Raquel actually has a sister. And there's some trauma there, I think, because they have the same mother, but Raquel gave, Raquel's mom gave up Raquel to her aunt, Raquel's mom's sister, who is her mom. So I wonder if that's like, I don't know. I feel like, I hate to say this, guys, but we kind of need Raquel to do a tell-all. Sorry. Because this must, I wonder how this affected Kate, Raquel's sister, too, to hear this. Oh, my God. It must have got her real pissed. And then we see Raquel, you know, listening to Shayna, who's, like, sobbing, like, not even able to, like, you know, talk that well and she says you know her daughter sees her crying everyone's crying because Shana's crying of course and we have empathy I'm like starting to tear up and she says Summer Moon started hyperventilating the other day because she saw Shana having a full breakdown and she's like I just can't believe someone I cared about so much who I loved you know would do this to me and then when like rumors came out she confronted Raquel and said like please don't ever do anything to make me you know like not trust you or whatever and she's like i trust you her with everything she's sobbing and then they cut to raquel and raquel's like hmm maybe i should have wrote her a note or something (laughs) what that is wild wild to just be like hmm i should have wrote her a note like she's i i was even crying how is she not crying it's so crazy. Ugh, I don't want to say crazy. It's, it's wild. Like, they even show the monitor. Sheena's crying, and that's the response we get from Raquel. But then Tom's like, guys, you know, like, just because, uh, you know, this thing happened doesn't mean that the last 15 years I was being fake the whole time. And he goes, we did not, hopefully you will understand that we did not do this maliciously. And that's when Ariana was like, don't you effing dare watch what you fucking say right now because it is malicious. It is malicious. He goes, well, the fucking intent wasn't there. And she's like, then what intent was it? Because you were already fucking other people. She goes, you're disgusting. You guys are done being friends. So what does it even matter to you? She's like, this is the real you. And then again, he does this thing where he goes, yeah, this is the real you. To Ariana, like, why? Because she's calling him out. He goes, this is the you that I dealt with during our relationship. Oh, my gosh. And then he goes, you never said you were sorry. Sorry for what? Just like Lala, he was saying it to Lala earlier in that episode. Like, Lala, you never take accountability. Like, for what, dude? Why do you want all these apologies? You are like the girl who expects compliments from Winterhouse. What? Who did this to you? Why do you think? Why? Why do you think that you deserve apologies? 
Because who could count on one hand how many times you apologized to me? For what, dude? Oh, my gosh. Then they start talking about Ariana's DFH um, party that she had. And Ariana's like, which that fucking rat came to. I love when she says rat. There's a picture of Ariana and Raquel at Ariana's event supporting her. And I don't, I, this part got a little, I was confused here because then they start bringing up Tom and Shana are going back and forth like, why didn't you say something at that event or whatever? And Shana's like, I would be doing a disservice to Ariana as my best friend if I don't say something to Tom Sandoval. He's like, yeah, well, you could have said something to me and like something about like, she goes, yeah, and you would have to at least lie to my face. She says that to Tom Sandoval. And he goes, I did. <laughs> Meaning, like, I did lie to your face. Like, and then he, the way he said it, though, was as if he was doing her a service. Like, oh, thank you for lying to my face. He's really cuckoo, guys. She's like, I don't want to put that burden on you. That would have put a burden on you. And she's like, yeah, like you did to Schwartz. So then Shana gets ready to go. And she she goes, before I go, I want to give you something. Like 10 years prior or season two in the reunion, Andy said like, oh, you know, maybe by 2023 you'll have a whole album. And so Shana brings out a good as gold record. And it's literally gold. And I think I want one. I don't even have a record player. <laughs> but Tom Sandoval, he's like outside chain smoking cigarettes, whatever. So then, okay. Wait, I have to go through some of the scenes in the pumped up version. So also in that segment, what we remember, go check on my Instagram. I have all of the um, clips from the pumped up edition. But Andy asks Ariana like, you know, Tom keeps saying that you hit a lot of your relationship and your issues. And Lisa even challenged him and was like, why would you call everyone else out when you're not being truthful? And she's like, you're giving bullshit reality or whatever. And Tom blamed it on Ariana. He said that she was very strict, but he didn't articulate it that well. Like, what was she so strict about? And then he gives, like, he just, like, throws out phrases where she would say stuff like, they're, like, you don't throw that out there, Tom. And he's just, like, giving examples of things she would say but without any context and without articulating it further. So his, his rationale makes no sense. He doesn't have any logic to it. But then, you know... Ariana's talking about, you know, I've talked about my body issues, my, my sexual issues, my, you know, like everything. She's talked about everything. And he's like, she didn't want to show anything, blah, blah, blah. Then he, she's like, I can't even, don't even look at me or whatever. She goes, you can look at the side of my face. And then he, Tom starts going, you see, you're always condescending. You say I'm stupid and dumb and I don't. I don't know. I just feel like he kind of he kind of is S and D. But also Ariana goes, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna use your tactic that you taught me, which is to never let someone finish a sentence 
if they're saying something wrong about you. Excuse me? What the hell? Then Tom Sandoval even says, mother effer. And Lisa goes, did you just call her an mother effer? And he was like, yeah. This guy needs to go to boot camp or something. He needs a Beyond Scared Straight program immediately. Whew, he is something else, something else. So then we go into, you know, uh, Raquel's one-on-ones with Andy, and he starts asking, you know, explain to me how this all happened. And she's like, oh, we were friends, and things got more romantic. You know, like after that girl's trip that I went on, it seemed very rehearsed, very scripted. It didn't feel genuine. I don't believe it for one second. I think it happened way sooner. Then he's like, you know, how did you envision this was going to go with Ariana? And Raquel's like, I thought that, she's like, I think I was living in my own little reality. I thought that we, you know, that it would all work out and whatever. And then Andy's like, she rode for you every time because you were her friend. This is, this is awful. There's like no emotions coming through. It's really, it, it was very creepy for me, I'll say. But um, it's bad, it's bad. Hold on, I'm looking through my notes. Then she talks, they talk about the phone call and he says like, what, you know, how, what did Ariana say? And what was that like? And she says, oh, you know, I heard a lot of pain. But she doesn't even seem like she cares that she heard a lot of pain. And she, Raquel says, she begged me to tell her when it all happened. And at this point, we were going to tell her. We just wanted to get our story straight. That is fucked up, dude. And he's like, so you were going to truncate how long it had been going on or something <laughs> her face in this picture is just so funny because i'm like andy you know she doesn't know what truncate means come on and then andy like somehow brings up this question of like maybe did you guys think that ariana was in denial about this and raquel's like yeah she never pressed about it she never confronted me she didn't question him. She just took him at face value. Like, are you hearing yourself? She should be taking him at face value. Why wouldn't she? And why wouldn't she take what you say as her friend at face value? Like, what the fuck? This is insane. Insane. <sighs> Man. Then Andy's like, that kind of sounds like you're blaming her. Because they are. They're putting the onus on Ariana. It's just like when Tom Sandoval was like, you know, all she could have done or all she had to do was get in the car and follow me and know that I wasn't going to your house, Schwartz. Like, what? What? She's like, yeah, that was my mindset. Oh, my gosh. Now I know that she really did want to know, talking about Ariana, and it was very deceitful, and I'm very ashamed of it. I'm sorry, that sounded rehearsed, scripted, 
not genuine at all. Then Annie's like, she found something on Tom's phone. She called you and confronted you. Um, I don't know why it goes in that order. But there is another clip on Peacock in the Pumped Up edition where Andy asked, did Tom you know, prep you for the reunion? And she's like, well, we have obviously been talking about the reunion and she did like this whole kind of like not a word salad like Schwartz but like a roundabout kind of answer where she's repeating herself in different ways and not really answering the question so she's just like yeah you know we've been talking a lot and such as like it felt very pageant moment like that girl who panicked on the mic and was like Iraqis and and such as, and, like, that's the vibe I was getting. <sighs> so, oh, my gosh. She says, yeah, we talked about how to approach things. Andy asks, how are you feeling about seeing everyone in a group setting? I don't know. Raquel says, I don't know. I'm just preparing for the worst, hoping for the best. Then we see executive producer Jeremiah, Jeremiah the showrunner, a.k.a. producer Jerry, this is the man. This is Oz. The Wizard of Oz. The man behind the curtain. This is the story, guys. We need to hear from producer Jerry. Boy, he's like, you ready or whatever? And she's like, no. They show Shayna 100 yards away. Andy asks, Ariana, how you feeling? She's like, not great. He asks, Sandoval. He's like, I don't know. <laughs> then Schwartz, the putz that he is, pulls out his Xanax, which I think I'm a witch because before the show started, I took a Xanax. I was like, you know what? I think I need one. I don't usually take them unless I'm like trying to go to sleep, but I felt like I needed one in the moment for my stomach at least because this was, this was a lot. <laughs> but the way that he just brought it out and was so like nonchalant about it was kind of weird not in a weird way like he's up to something but I felt like he it was like a cry for help like does Sandoval make him get Xanax for Sandoval because he said Schwartz is like oh I don't really take them and you know just once in a while and I haven't seen Sandoval care about Schwartz any other time so it was surprising when he's like you don't have to tell them about your medication and, you know, like, don't tell them whatever. Like, that just felt very sneaky to me. Like, something, why does Tom Sandoval, why is he so invested in Schwartz's Xanax? I don't think it's because he cares about him. But um, it was so weird. Well, I don't know. What does it mean when, or what did it mean when Tom Sandoval was saying green light, green light, green light? Like, that was weird to me. I didn't know what that meant. Like, go time? It's game time. Let's go. Like, red light, green light, squid games. What are, like, What was that? I need to know. But, yeah, that was rough. And that is part two, guys. Make sure you check out scenes from part three on my Instagram and on my TikTok. Like I said, I'm going to be in New York City. For the watch party i'm nervous i'm not going to be able to like tweet and do my normal stuff 
but I'm going to go to the chat. What's up, Sophie Junk? I am with you, girl. Renee says, I got PTSD watching this mess. Took me back to my divorce. Seriously. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Those pants sound dope. I need a pair. Link is in the show notes. Um, Sophie says, I think Lisa is so cute, too. She's super sweet to talk to as well. Lisa or Allie? Um, trauma bond group. And he 100% did not know the correct definition of narcissist. Yeah. And that's why we're having Dr. Z on the show to clarify all of that. We need to not, and I'm hoping that we can take away, you know, some tools for ourselves to like know when to make our witchy senses go off and when like maybe that's not something we need to worry about. Um, let's see. He does not know the correct definition of a lot of things. <laughs> Kristen, you're funny. Dude, they're making us out to look like pathological liars. Yeah, because you are. They are. Sophie, calculated, manipulative, idiot. Oh, shoot. Shana's podcast just dropped with Nima. Somebody did say that Nima was going on. I was like, why? Why Nima? Ugh. Can't stand him. How do I listen to two things at once? So um, on Spotify, I have a whole Scandaval ancillary podcast playlist. That's where I'm adding Shana's podcast, Nick Viles. Oh, I started listening to Nick Viles' podcast. Brad, the one of the insiders who's in Ariana's immediate support group, was on Nick Vile, the Vile Files today, and it actually is kind of creepy. I have more proof that Coachella needs to ban Tom Sandoval because Brad was lured into this group by Tom Sandoval at Coachella. If this were a game of Clue, Tom Sandoval did it at Coachella with a lightning bolt. What's up, Serafina from LA? Tanya says, love how Lala keeps trying to backpedal on all the crap she said I did now because she's a mom. You were, you were young, stupid, and didn't care. Just own it. I think she's still going to have a lot to unpack and like, you know, take accountability for as time goes on. I don't think you can just like take full accountability for this massive thing all at once and like you're done. Like I think she's going to hopefully continue to keep taking accountability. Um, Serafina says this whole scene afterwards is freaking weird. What are you hiding, Sandoval? Yeah, after he went back in the trailer, like clearly we can see – that you are trying to have different narratives going on simultaneously. But guess what? There's only one reality. The reality show. Should it be reality? What do you guys think? It's for our entertainment. I would almost be okay. Like, I think they're almost, maybe we need to have these clear guidelines carved out for us so we know what we're dealing with so that we don't get so triggered but then at the same time from the media side they're like we want to trigger you because that's what gets people watching and so heavily invested is when emotions are involved sophie says which is why he then needed to speak to her off camera to feed her more lies yep sophie is 
Yep, right on top of it. Allie looked fire. Allie did my horoscope for me, and it was amazing. It was honestly life-changing information for me. Holy, that's awesome. I love that. Let's see, what else? Tanya, everyone loves Allie, but she's there for the same reason Raquel was, fame. There's no way she's okay with how James is, or she's just another idiot. Come on. I really like Allie, and I will say this. I met Allie in person at BravoCon, and she was with her mom. And I just feel like, unless your mom is like Kim Zolciak or something, like if you can hang out with your mom and be the same person that you are on and off camera, then I feel like that's who you truly are authentically and genuinely. And the energy and the vibes that I got from Allie in person, and remember, I'm a witch, I just got really good, genuine vibes. I don't know if her and James are meant to be, but I think she is genuine, if that makes sense. Um. Oh, my God. Ew. Ew! Romeo Davis? You're gross. We're blocking you. Gross. Put user time out. I'm going to get a time out, Andy. Spank bottom. Um, I don't know why Sandoval expects all these apologies from women who haven't done anything to him. That's from Brianna. Right? It's so freaking weird. K10 Hala says Lisa sucks. She is on Tom's side 100%. Yeah, she's not. I don't know. I want to. I'm dying to know what you guys think the reveal is next week. I have a feeling. What if it's that Jax is coming back? Because I post or I commented on Bravo's Instagram posts saying like I'm going to be at the New York City watch party next week and then Jax responded saying I'm going to be hosting it which I don't know if that's true but if it is does that mean Jax is going to be coming back is this the big reveal and would people be upset about it would it affect filming I don't know I my initial theory is that Raquel and Tom Sandoval started hooking up while she was with James that's my current theory. But uh, next week on the scenes for next for part three, we saw Ariana say, I cried in your fucking arms and you thought I should go fuck her boyfriend. Ooh. James says a good line. He's like, it's very incesty and weird over there on that side of the room. I love it. Um, Tom cries to Ariana and says he'll always love her. I don't know if that's in front of Raquel or not, but they're both crying, and Raquel has, like, zero emotion on her face. Wacky. Wacky, wacky. So crazy. But, again, I want to thank you all for being here today. We're in for a long road guys I mean we're almost done but there's still more 
make sure you subscribe, turn on notifications so you can be updated when we go live for Bravo and Blaze. Subscribing, reviewing, sharing, liking, and leaving a five-star rating is incredibly appreciated and helps the show continue to grow. See you next time, fam. Stay lit.